Welcome to the Be Your Own Badass podcast, where overwhelmed millennials find clarity and confidence to live a more authentic life. I'm your host, Sarah Catherine, and it's time to live a life on your terms. Let's get started. Hello, guys, and welcome to the Be Your Own Badass podcast. I'm Sarah Catherine, and I am here today to give you episode five. Wow. Episode five already. That's kind of crazy. <laughs> no, it might not seem like much, but this is it's pretty cool that I'm already on the fifth episode for this podcast. But today we are going to talk about six steps to conquer your busy schedule. And the reason why we're talking about this today is because in the last episode, we talked about goal setting and we're kind of on the topic of time management, productivity while trying to achieve goals, while trying to improve your life and work towards creating a life that you love. And throughout this process, I highly am aware and familiar with the struggle of balancing a busy schedule while trying to accomplish all the things. And it's a wonderful thing to have a busy schedule sometimes because then you know you're really working hard and moving forward and achieving things, hopefully making your time intentional for things. But instead of just creating it with busy work, but life happens. And I know as millennials and young adults after college, it's so easy to get wrapped up in the busy life and in the routine that we are unfamiliar with how to kind of actually manage that time. So if you've ever felt suffocated by the sheer weight of your busy schedule between going to work, running errands, trying to stay healthy, maintain a social life, get enough sleep, etc, etc. That pretty much sums up about half of everything going on in my life. Trust me when I say I am with you and I completely understand what you're experiencing. So there's essentially always a million things that you need to do. And it's so easy to feel overwhelmed, especially if you have to go to school, finish homework and work on your side hustle on top of just the day to day of going to work, having a social life, etc, etc. So School is a huge monster in regards to your busy schedule and depending on how much work you have on your plate and having a side hustle and a nine to five is also a challenge to balance without feeling overwhelmed or burnt out. So while I was working on writing the first draft of my book, I'm Awesome, Here's Why, I was in the thick of one of the busiest months of my life. I was writing the first draft of the book, working full time, and I had plans with friends and family nearly every single weekend. And if I told you I managed everything that month with ease and little stress, I'd be a flat out liar. I It wasn't completely smooth sailing, but I did learn how to overall handle an insane schedule as best as possible because I don't think I've had a schedule that crazy busy in a long time because I just remembered that was also the month that I was moving into a new apartment. So that, still thinking back to that, that was almost a year ago and I just, it was insane to even think about how I was balancing all that and I made it out alive. But I did learn a lot, like I said, and if you're struggling to, to conquer your busy schedule, these are my tips on how to improve your time management skills and keep your sanity at the same time, because that's important too. So first, I recommend listing 
everything that you need to do. Seriously, write down absolutely everything you have in your busy schedule. This might make you feel even more overwhelmed from seeing everything that you need to do on paper, but a first step towards an approved strategy moving forward is to get it down so you can truly see everything and be aware of the current situation that you're in. So as a visual visual person myself, writing everything down in one big master list helps me get really realistic about everything that's on my plate because I can see it. And whether you're your visual person or not, like I said, you need to be aware of everything going on because it'll be really easy for you to potentially forget something or focus on one thing for too long and not incorporate it into your schedule just because you didn't have it in mind when life got really busy. And this can also help you as a reference when you're creating your schedules and setting your goals for the future to accomplish all of the tasks on your list because you'll have just kind of that reference of the big master list. It's kind of like if you're balancing five classes within a semester in school and you have all of these projects, if you forget about one class or you forget about the work for one class and focus on another one, it can be really easy to fall behind in order to hit the deadlines to finish projects, et cetera, et cetera. So list literally everything that you need to do. And you can do this on a piece of paper. You can do this on your computer, whatever works best for you. Then the second step I'd like you to take is to note your due dates. So do some of your to-dos have specific deadlines? And like I just said, for example, if you're in school, you obviously have dates that you need to fully complete your assignments by without much wiggle room. If you have plans and you need to finish something before those plans happen, like when I had people visiting every weekend, I clearly had to create deadlines for myself when it came to writing my book. So writing down these important dates next to the related tasks on your master list is the next step that I highly encourage you to do because again, it gives you a big picture of everything going on in your life. Number three, mark your priorities. And so what are the most important items on this list? What needs the most attention or has the closest deadline? I highly recommend to limit these most pressing tasks to no more than three to five items on your list if possible, because if you sure a lot of things might be super important and maybe you'll have more, but having more priorities than that can get pretty overwhelming and you only have so much time in the day. You only have so much energy to be able to spend on these tasks and you don't want to overwhelm yourself with everything that absolutely has to get done. So these are the ones with the hard deadlines need to happen. No excuses. Choose three to five. No more than that if you can and highlight these priorities on your full list. Then with those priorities in mind, it's time to push back on important tasks. Are there any to-dos on your list that you don't actually need to be included in your schedule right this second? So is there anything on there that you kind of just have on there, but you don't have to do right now? If so, cross them off or simply move them to another list marked as later. And If you already have at least three priorities that you need to focus on, cluttering cluttering your day with activities that aren't completely necessary will only make you feel more scattered and more overwhelmed. Like I know it's really easy for me to get caught up if I'm at work with some of the smaller tasks that I don't necessarily have to do right now, but they're easy to do or they're time fillers and it makes me feel busy like I'm accomplishing something, but I still have the big pressing projects 
in my radar and it's just and they're not getting done and it's making me feel more overwhelmed and pressured to get those other ones done in a shorter amount of time than when I first started because I'm spending time on other things that aren't as important. Once you acknowledge what's not as important and you can push them back into kind of a later list and I don't recommend just like getting rid of them and not touching them because you obviously put them on your list in the first place for a reason so they're important to you in some way. So that's why I recommend putting them on like a later list or just kind of marking it as later or maybe putting in a color that's different. Once you feel more in control of your daily schedule and you feel like you're accomplishing things and moving forward and you're creating more time, you can revisit your later list and start working those back into your schedule. So maybe you finished one of your priorities and you have some spare spare time that you'd like to start working on your tasks that you pushed on the later list, then you can revisit that list and start working on those and incorporating them into your schedule. Then once you've done all of that fun stuff, it's time to create your schedule. So now you have your priorities, you have your important due dates, and it's time to start creating your master plan to tackle this list. So everyone's different when it comes to planning and keeping track of a busy schedule. But honestly, my favorite way to do this is with the classic daily paper planner and calendar. And I know that there's so many people out there that love using Google calendars or project managers, digital project managers online to balance their time and make plans. I just personally remember things better when I physically write them down and I'll be able to have a better idea of what's coming up on my to-do list for today when I check my planner each day. And I don't check my planner every day unless I have a lot going on. That way I can stay on task, but just having that there to be able to refer back to at any point and to have it physically written down in my handwriting, for some reason it just sticks better and works better with me. So I'm not ditching the paper planner anytime soon, but if you're not a fan of paper planners and like you one that buys one every year and you're like, this is what I'm gonna do, I'm gonna stick to it, it's so cute and I'm gonna write it down and I'm gonna put stickers in it and everything and you don't follow through with it and you just find it in your on your desk somewhere about three months later, not written in and not touched, Maybe some online options and apps will be a bit more, might work a little bit better for you. So when it comes to planning your busy schedule and creating your master plan. And these are some of the ones that I recommend that I've either had, I've either used personally at any point in my life that I think would be helpful for some other people or that I've heard other people use and they swear by it. So these tools are, the first one is called Asana. The other one is called Trello. Those are two very big project management programs that people love. Google Google Calendar or even just your calendar on your phone is another one. Wonderlist, and that's W-U-N-D-E-R list, is an app that I love to use because it's a simple like to-do list, but it's digitally in your phone. I personally like using it for grocery lists <laughs> or things to do or to buy, like little short notes about it. And I can just put it in my phone. If I can't remember, if I think of something and I need to remember it later, I put it into Wonderlist and then I can take that and transfer it to my paper planner. But similarly to that, there's also Google Keep, which I don't hear about quite as often, but it's a digital kind of planning desktop that's not quite as organized as Asana or Trello, but you can write down, you can create individual little post-it notes that have either just general notes on it, 
that you can create for yourself or save certain links and create smaller to-do lists and break them up into specific sections and everything like that. So I used to use Google Keep at work quite often, but we have a project management system at work, so there's really no need for me to use another project management system when I have one that's provided at work. (laughs) But anyway, those are the programs for planning that I recommend. But finding the scheduling and time management tool that works best for you, it can sometimes take a trial and error process. I know I tried Trello like four times before I finally gave up on it and knew that I wasn't going to stay consistent with it. I think I stuck with Asana for a longer period of time than I ever have with Trello. But again, at some point, I just stopped using it because I'm just I I just know that my default now is to have the paper planner and use that. And I still use Wonderlist here and there. And Google Google Calendar is great for time blocking your schedule. If you've never heard of time blocking, it's basically designated chunks of your day in order to uh, plan your day better. Again, it's whatever works best for you. It's a trial and error process, but it can truly change your life once you've found the one that's best for you. You won't feel like you have to remember everything. You can write it down and use it as a reference. So it kind of gives less pressure on you to need to keep things in mind. Let's be real. You're probably dealing with some stress and overwhelm while bil- balancing busy, busy schedules. And the odds of you remembering some, like every single detail, unless you're just honestly a super person at remembering things and hats off to you if you are but odds are it's going to be a little harder to remember things because you're experiencing stress so I strongly recommend trying one of these types of planners or project management systems or even just grabbing a paper planner or a pen and paper and to create your schedule out based off of your deadlines and your time of day and everything that you have going on in order to really be able to balance things and avoid burnout and overwhelm. And the last tip I have for you, it's a tip that I often include in all of my advice, but it's still important. It's to make time for self-care. So keep in mind to make time for breaks and relaxation when scheduling out your days. Don't schedule your every single day to be constantly just go, 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 do all the things. Because if you don't make time for self-care while you're extremely busy, you'll increase your chances of feeling overwhelmed and stressed. And if you're exhausted and not allowing yourself rest, you'll be too tired to tackle your busy schedule and fall behind and not be able to accomplish what you're trying to accomplish. And when your body and your mind are feeling fatigued and you have some wiggle room to take a break, take a break. Like, you're human. You're not a robot. Listen to your body. Listen to what your mind, if it's tired, listen to it. And it'll tell you when it's time to pump the brakes a little or that you're getting a little close to hitting your limit. And of course, have some boundaries when you're taking your breaks. Don't let one show on Netflix turn into an unnecessary all-night marathon. Let's be real. We've all been there. (laughs) Try and limit that so it doesn't get out of control. But taking time for yourself here and there, it'll only help you stay more motivated and productive in the long run. Pretty much like what I talked about in the last episode, how to stay motivated for long-term goals. When you're so busy and you're so overwhelmed, if you don't take time for yourself, it's just not going to end well. (laughs) And you're going to hit those burnouts and those walls and it's going to be harder to recover versus taking the smaller amounts of time because recovering from burnout can take so much longer and push you back and be even harder to balance your busy schedule versus 
making an effort and making self-care a priority just in little bits and pieces along the way. So for example, I personally like taking my Sundays and I like being productive and catching up on errands, but I also don't put so much on my plate that I can't relax because Saturdays I usually have filled with either spending time with my boyfriend or visiting my friends or doing something fun. And Sunday I like to do some blog work, maybe work out, run some errands, get groceries, clean, anything like that. But I also leave time to probably catch up on some shows that I didn't watch during the week or read or journal or meditate. They're all extremely big priorities for me on Sundays because then it helps me recharge and get ready for my five-day work week that I have waiting for me. (laughs) And anyone else who has a full-time job understands that if you don't take that time over the weekend to recharge it just makes that following work week even harder to accomplish which makes the overall busy schedule that you have going on outside of work even harder so again don't be afraid to take breaks you're not a robot you're human you need breaks it's a part of you sleep is important rest is important all of it's important And as I mentioned before, taking time for yourself here and there, it's only going to help you stay more motivated and productive in the long run when you're trying to balance all the things in your busy schedule. So that is all the advice I have for you right now today for this episode about balancing your busy schedule. I hope some of these pieces of advice helped you and that this process might help you. I do plan on creating a workbook to kind of help you throughout this process to be able to kind of brain from brain dump of all of your tasks to creating a schedule and adding self-care. I will create a workbook and have it in the show notes on my website available for you to download so you can take these steps, bring it into your life and really start taking control of balancing your busy schedule. Because like I said, I'm right there with you. I've been there in the throes of not having any time at all to maybe just balancing so having a busy schedule but just learning to balance the day-to-day it's all very important to learn it's an important process to learn and it'll only help you succeed in the long run when trying to create a life that you love so thank you so much for listening i hope you have a fantastic day and can't wait to see you on the next one bye thanks for listening to the be your own badass podcast Love this episode? Take a moment to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. Do you have a question that you'd like answered on the Be Your Own Badass podcast? Go to sarah-catherine.com slash badassquestion to learn how you can be featured on air and how I can give you direct advice in a future episode. Until next time.